Happy, happy Sunday to everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Ms. Lily's Flow, Tiffany Robinson. I am the owner of Lily's Flow Face and Body Rejuvenation Spa, locally owned right here in your neighborhood, right in the Gerard Liberty area. Come see me. Keep saying that. Come see me, y'all. Don't be scared. We had a show about that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Don't be scared. I am a licensed esthetician. I specialize in all skin types. Brown skin, skin. I do specialize in that. So I can help you out no matter what skin issues you are facing. I do have a special guest here with us today. And she was here before. Mm-hmm. And I told her I was going to have her back. And here we are. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be back again, y'all. So <laughs> get used to her. So my good friend, Rayshawn Phillips. And I'm going to allow her to introduce herself because I don't want to butcher any of her hats that she wears, or any of her talents that she has. I'm going to let her hype herself up today. Awesome. Well, thank you, honey. I appreciate it. Again, I'm, I'm so grateful to be here. I always have to say that first. But, you know, again, you mentioned my name is Rachel Phillips. I am a licensed cosmetologist. I'm also a motivational speaker. I also just utilize my my intelligence and my intellect mm-hmm. to educate hairstylists on how to add scalp care services to their salon menus. And so that is something that has, I found, been able to mesh mm-hmm. both of my careers. I can be motivational, inspirational, and educational all in one space there. And I am learning that there is reward in providing other people access to just a financial direction. Sometimes we get so confused on how it is that we're going to make money as entrepreneurs or where we stand or how we're going to niche down. And I love being where I am right now. It is an amazing journey. And I just, I just love it. I love it. And I'm glad Um, if you guys didn't tune in, which y'all should be ashamed of yourselves for not tuning in two weeks ago. (laughs) But if you didn't tune in, we did have an episode where we spoke on everything that she specializes in. Um, the main thing is, as she said, the scalp care. And mm-hmm. she has a whole system. She went all the way to L.A. Yes. to bring this to our local area, which I think is very important. Coming from a small town, we can get locked into small town ways at times. Absolutely. Um, we can accept things We're years behind. We are years, years behind. And, and, you know, I went to, when I went to LA, it was during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So it was like closer to, don't get me lying about the months. But I, when I went there, I just went with the expectation of understanding what it is that they're doing as Mm -hmm. cosmetologists out there during this time to see if they were suffering or, yeah, it was a suffering for me. You know, through those same experiences as, entrepreneurs out there and they were kind of they kind of had it worse they was working outside oh wow yeah they was doing hair outside and so it was like outside and 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 yes yes that's that's where they were doing hair because they weren't able to do any shampooing any of that but they still were uh, able to generate revenue one thing i really really learned about going to going out there was that you have to take what you have Mm -hmm. And make something out of it because they, even though they could not work inside of the salon to see them have the, the, they had like 
these tents over the outside, these hoods so that they wouldn't get rained on when it rained and they had their chairs out there. That was innovation. Yeah. And that was one of the reasons that I began offering the head spa service because I needed something to be innovative. Right. That was why I got into mm -hmm. teaching the service online because I needed to be innovative. I needed to find a way that I could add value to others that wasn't just standing behind the chair. Right. You know, I've been doing hair for 20 years. I know I didn't say that earlier in the conversation, but I've been a licensed cosmetologist for 20 years and it's time right now to share that knowledge mm -hmm. and to just allow people to understand that there is wealth in, in expanding your education mm -hmm. and you can literally make money. You can, you can actually make a profitable business if you, when you get education, because mm -hmm. there's so many things that we don't know. I, I know we're going to talk about self-worth today. Mm -hmm. yep. You took the initiative and that's what I like. Mm -hmm. You, you saw um, an area where you were able to improve your business, mm -hmm. but also improving your business was also going to improve and bring somebody else into business yeah. with yeah. the classes that you do too. Mm -hmm. so I love that. So you recognize that you had in, um, there was a need, mm -hmm. you have skills mm -hmm. and you recognize that you needed to do more to bring and gener generate income. You didn't just accept the lemons Mm -hmm. that were thrown at you. You caught them, yes. you made lemonade. Oh, so period. That is what we are going to talk about today. We are going to talk about our self-worth. Mm -hmm. um, and self-worth, we can talk about that in so many different areas. We can say it um, as entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. which we both are. Mm -hmm. We can say it as consumers, mm -hmm. which we are as mm -hmm. well in mm -hmm. other areas. Um, you can speak on your self-worth in connection to relationships. Yes. As well as self-care and what you accept, self-negative talk that you refuse to accept for yourself. Right, right. That's all self-worth. Let's get into this conversation about us knowing our self-worth. Today, let's take it on to a, a note of an entrepreneurial standpoint. Okay. Being that we both are entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. um, I know we talked about this. Mm -hmm. Everything that we see right now, the price is going Absolutely. Food, yes. Gas, everything. Products. Everything is mm -hmm. going up. Mm -hmm. So when we look at our businesses and we see we're charging X amount of dollars for a certain particular service, but yet we're seeing the products that we have to use for that particular service mm -hmm. has doubled in price at times. Right, right. How have you been able to grab them lemons, mm -hmm. throw them back, mm -hmm. squeeze them out? Mm -hmm. And make that lemonade. Me, so I all I think it took the pandemic for me. A little bit before the pandemic, I learned this. And I'm gonna tell you, people treat you the way that you let them. Mm -hmm. People pay you the way that you let them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so and everything goes up. I know the pandemic was a big shock for people, or like nowadays inflation is such a it's a relevant, it's like a on a trending topic right now. You know what I mean? But it's always been there. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I, before, when I started doing hair and I, I came out of a commission styling and I started doing in my own, you know, being an entrepreneur, I took the pricing that the salon that I was working with as a commission stylist and just transferred it to my salon. It felt like it was already decent price. But what I recognized real fast is that they weren't purchasing my products anymore. They weren't, nobody was taking the taxes out for me. I had to take that off for myself. Mm -hmm. And so it is up to us as entrepreneurs, cosmetologists, estheticians, 
any other people, you are an entrepreneur. I think that mm -hmm. is, is cosmetologist or entrepreneur is such a big, big topic. Mm -hmm. And what we miss is the fact that as an entrepreneur, you have your, you have what you do in your profession that you need to be paid for, your time, mm -hmm. your energy, that you, your education, but you also have a business to run. Yep. And if, you, if those things are mm -hmm. just clumped in together, then you find yourself working for nothing. You find it where people are underreporting so that they can still be on public assistance mm -hmm. so that they can be, they can make it. When really if you are if you price yourself accordingly, you can this is a, a where you could literally make over a hundred thousand dollars a year as an yeah. entrepreneur. Definitely. You can pure profit. Like I mean not pure profit, but pure revenue. Right. Total revenue. Mm -hmm. You can literally bring in over a hundred thousand dollars a year, like ten thousand dollars a month. You can make that, but it seems so unrealistic, especially when we talk about being from here in this small right. town. We think, how do you make that in this small town? But I'm going to tell you, I can guarantee you that there are stylists that make oh, that. Oh, definitely. You know what definitely. I mean? It's, it's not about, it's about people who value themselves. You can't let your clients dictate what it is that you charge. What dictates, you don't even let yourself dictate what it is you charge. Honestly, your books will tell you. Mm-hmm. You get you a bookkeeper and an accountant, mm -hmm. they will tell you, okay, so you pay this much for shampoo, this much for conditioner, this much for a flat iron, this much for a blow dryer, this much for your rent, this much for the electric water, gas that comes along with that space that you're renting. If you have those expenses. And if you charge less than this amount, you're not going to be able to right. survive. You don't, you won't have any money on top of the things like you need to live. We need to start thinking about our businesses as a way that putting them in a place where we can actually save for a financial future for ourselves. Right. Because we have on top of our businesses, our businesses are providing us lifestyle for in our personal lives. Yes. It's allowing us to keep food on the tables for our children to travel. It's allowing us to make memories mm -hmm. with our children to, to get those basic expenses that we need and beyond that. Mm -hmm. So we as entrepreneurs, Namely, since we're speaking of cosmetologists mm -hmm. and estheticians, we have to know our self-worth as well. Um, we cannot be scared to raise our prices that we're going to lose clientele. Because if you're good at what you do, mm -hmm. and if I'm you're saying, personal, sorry, even if you, it's out there. I'm, I'm on, I know I'm on radio, but even if you ain't good at what you do, mm -hmm. there are people who are charging more for their services who don't even <laughs> offer don't even offer the same type right. of personal, intricate mm -hmm. experience that you're trying right. to create for your clients. Right. It is truly about true. your budget, mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. value, how you value yourself. And mm -hmm. if you value yourself at a lower price than the next person, that person is lose out. You you'll lose out, and and don't be don't be mad at them. Yeah, you're be mad at yourself. Out. Yeah, you're gonna lose out. Yeah. So it's like when you think about because when you think about an, an ethical standpoint, mm -hmm. yeah, there are people out here that don't have the same skill set. Right. Absolutely. They might not really know what they're doing, mm -hmm. but they can use the <laughs> phrase "fake until you make it." Yeah, they believe in. They just that's what they it. charge. Yes. That's what they charge. Oh. That's like, and, and, and they don't blink. Yeah. They don't yeah. blink. That, that's mm -hmm. what I charge. And that is what it, it, I think would help me feel that way because I am, I'm very, ethical. I love my clients mm -hmm. and I do want people who I, I want to be fair. 
You know what right. I mean? I want to mm-hmm. be fair. I definitely want to make a profit in yes. my business, but I also want to be fair. Mm-hmm. And what helped me be fair is understanding my own personal financials. Right. It mattered mm-hmm. that I understood how much I made per month, but it mattered also that I took under consideration how much I spent per month. Right. Not on frivolous mm-hmm. things. I'm talking about my basic necessities in order for me to live. If I'm going to live... Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have enough money to put it. Don't talk about no putting no money away for retirement. Oh, no. Don't talk about medical insurance. Oh, no. Right. You know, you see Those what I mean? all things that entrepreneurs have to think about because we also have to think about if we get sick, and guess what? You don't get paid that day. That period. That's period. That is you yes. break your arm. Mm-hmm. In our profession, yes. guess what? We can't work. Can't, we cannot work. So we don't have that same cushion that a lot of ones have on their particular job. We don't have that cushion, but we need to create those cushions we for ourselves. To create it. And that is a necessity. It's just something that I believe that it stems from when we come in, into our professions, you know, cosmetologists and estheticians alike, we're not taught that. No. We're, we're not, not taught that in school. You're yeah. not taught the financial portion of it. You're when you when we do services while we're in school, they pay a really, 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 really reduced low rate mm-hmm. to get those services done. Um, you might have one of the consumers or clients that might tip you something yeah, extra on that. And um and that, you know, that's good. So you're conditioned with those prices. And then when you start doing your prices, okay, a lot of times make your prices lower because you're just coming out. You're just starting. You're just, you know, learning the business. But at the same time, you have to look at Yes, I'm just learning, but I'm also learning these innovative practices that I've self-learned. And I know what my worth is. I think about this. (laughs) And I have to live. I think about this. When you come out of college, they don't be like, oh, she's a new pharmacist. Pay her for $30,000 a year. They don't do that. Pharmacists have a a place that they start out at. Start out. You know what I mean? You get you get gradual raises as you mm-hmm. and I only use that because I went to school. I was going to be a school yeah. to be a pharmacist, and yep. I recognize that when you when you you have to literally understand where you want to be at mm-hmm. in your finances from the beginning, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that I teach in my class is we start with the financial calculator. Like, how much do you want to make per year? Right. And then we break that value down. How many days do you want to work a year? Because you can't work 365 days, right? You, there's working days. So there's a, a working day. Some people don't even want to work five days a right. week. So you need <laughs> to you need to put that in there. Once you get that amount, you need to know how much money do you need to make per hour mm-hmm. in order to reach those revenue goals. And that is a per hour cost. Right. If that if you need to make $65 an hour and it takes you two hours to do a sale press, your sale press needs to be $130 so that you can make that money. If I did the math right, I think so, I'd be Yeah, you did. <laughs> so let's flip this. Mm-hmm. Let's flip this to the other side. Because I like to be objective mm-hmm. and to really see all sides of things and all angles of things when we're on different subjects. Um, so let's flip it to co- the consumer side. Okay. Because... We are consumers also. Absolutely. We um, frequent other businesses, Mm -hmm. other entrepreneurs. Um, We are now the consumer. Yeah. So we have to put ourselves in a place of if I was the consumer coming to me, would I want to pay for what I am offering? And I think that's an important question that we all should um, think about because it's easy to, to impose on what you think someone else should 
mm-hmm. accept. But when you really think about it, would you accept that? So what responsibility do you feel that we have as the entrepreneurs for our consumers, for our clients that are coming in here to make sure that we are providing good service, that we're providing professionalism, mm-hmm. that we are making the environment conducive for them to want to return, for them to be eager to come to see us? We we have that responsibility. Too. I do believe we have that responsibility absolutely but i don't think gucci just takes under consideration whether you can afford gucci when you walk in the store right but they, they don't they give you an experience when you walk in the they, store, they right? because they held that that's their own mm-hmm. standard yep, that's that standard. you know that's what i mean that. they have they've developed uh the way that they want their business right. to to be mm-hmm. presented mm-hmm. but whether you can afford it or not it's based on your pocket so many people buy things they can't afford oh yeah 100 percent you know so <laughs> If you can't afford it, doesn't mean it's too expensive right. because Beyonce will look at my price like that's nothing. That's nothing. It's pocket change. Right. It's pocket change. It, 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 that's like probably mm-hmm. her tissue costs that much. You know, you see what I mean? She probably got special tissue. I don't know. But but literally, affordability is in the eye of the beholder. Exactly. It's relative to each person. To each person. Different. So me as a consumer. One thing, one thing I know that as a consumer, I don't go into... Macy's or Dillard's or Versace or Gucci and, and be like, can y'all, this too high. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You just don't go right. to that store. You, don't do that. you just you stay you, within your Right. Means. You stay within your means. And mm-hmm. so whatever that is, it doesn't mean that you broke. It doesn't, it doesn't identify you as an individual. You just need to understand that as a, as a consumer, you have to respect what someone charges for their, their mm-hmm. pricing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And as even as, and as the entrepreneur, you have to charge what you believe yes. that is is worth based on your books, based on your finances, mm-hmm. based on your lifestyle. Yes. You have to charge what, what in order for mm-hmm. you to live. Yeah, and and you want to, like I said, make people want to come back. You can be a millionaire, mm-hmm. but I guarantee if you go into a store that's conducive within your budget. Mm-hmm. And you are getting mistreated. <laughs> I can't tell and you that, girl. People go to KP and all the time. They're like, how can I help you? How can I help you? Kind of how you are. You know what I mean? Like, they go back over and over. You see what I mean? Yep. So it all depends on you personally, mm-hmm. your self-worth. What are you willing to accept also? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it, it, the conversation goes so, can go so many different ways because, um, you know, you have the con- consumers end of it. You have the entrepreneurs end of it. You have the business side of it that the mm-hmm. consumers or the clients may not know about. Mm-hmm. And then you have the side of it that the consumer might have in their mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, that can also affect that. Um, so it's like, I think that everyone kind of has a responsibility. Absolutely. Everyone has that responsibility to um, respect the prices of their business that they're going to. And then also the person that is offering the services has that responsibility to make sure that they are providing the right service. But Mm -hmm. let's go real quick to our sponsors because we want to keep this show going, right? Absolutely. So we're going to hear a couple words from our sponsors and then we are going to come right back and we are going to continue this conversation and we're going to wrap it up. So we are back and we are going to continue this conversation. We are going to take a little twist because the show is all about self-worth. So we've talked about self-worth within business as entrepreneurs. We've talked about self-worth on the flip 
outside of that as a client or as a consumer, mm -hmm. all of those responsibilities. So now we are going to get into something else because we like to tackle mental health yeah. on this show. So now we're going to talk about self-worth as far as you within a relationship. Okay. Okay. And I know this, convers this conversation <laughs> can probably go on for hours and hours and hours, but I really like to tackle this because I see so many people are unhappy within their relationship. I was there before. Absolutely. I was married for 15 years. Mm -hmm. I was married. How many years was I married? <laughs> I, was, I think I was married for nine years before I got a divorce. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I was married 15 mm -hmm. and then got divorced. Um, it teaches you a lot. Mm -hmm. It shows you your strength. Absolutely. So from your experience, I know I can speak on my experience, and a lot of that was because you stayed because you feel that there's nothing else mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. And that stems into self-worth. Absolutely. Self mm -hmm. um, Looking back now at our ages that we are now, probably back to when we were in our 20s and right. our 30s, you know, we're both 40. In our 40s. Right. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh -huh. Over 40, I'm pregnant. <laughs> She's pregnant, y'all. I am pregnant. <laughs> Don't be starting to ruin me, okay? Right, right. She's beautiful. <laughs> Not me. I am. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I can't even forget it. Beautiful. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. So you have a new path. Mm-hmm. You're smiling. Mm -hmm. You're glowing. Oh, thank you. You have a new path. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously... When people get divorced, there's reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> some of those reasons might not be anything bad, and some of those reasons might be bad. Mm -hmm. That's why you left. It doesn't matter, but whichever way you should grow from the experience. Absolutely. So, tackling self worth within relationships, what would you say is that self worth stemming from? So, one of my biggest things was I, I had to learn to love myself more. Mm -hmm. It was about, like, I didn't recognize that I didn't value myself as much as I did. And then I started, you yeah, you, I didn't know. I didn't even know. It wasn't know. something that I knew. I knew I was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to make him happy. Mm -hmm. But in a relationship, it truly is about both of you being happy and sharing a kindredship of lifting each other up. Because loving yourself is is very like no one can love you if you don't love yourself. Exactly. Because you're no longer you don't identify with who you are. Mm -hmm. You only fall in love with the things that they love, and so you have to love yourself. It it took me and and another thing I want to speak to, you know, when you're in a relationship for so long and you're married and you have all these societal stigmas, you marry, you know, you shouldn't get a divorce or or whatever. That that really you need to love yourself, but when you begin to feel these things, you have to heal yourself while you're there. Like while you're in the process, begin to heal yourself. I I would tell my ex-husband, I'm healing myself. He did not understand what that meant. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand what it meant. But it, what it did for me was by the time when it was time for me to go, it wasn't hard. It wasn't it wasn't strife. There was no mental stress. It wasn't it, it was just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I wanted to apologize to him. Like, I'm sorry. This is, you know what I mean? This just ain't working no more, mm -hmm. honey. And, and it, you know, I, there was no, 
physical or mental abuse or anything like that. But I just found that when you, when I knew that I needed more out of life and our pathways didn't align, you have to be proactive in those things because time don't stop. Mm-hmm. It don't stop for no, don't stop for none of us. And if you don't change your pathway, you'll go down spending, you'll spend a lifetime in a relationship that you're unhappy with mm-hmm. and that you don't love yourself with. And then you, then you look back and you're like, oh my goodness, I did all this. But you don't know that until I didn't know that until I got to the end. Yeah. And then I looked back and I was like, I didn't love myself enough. And a big thing that I learned also, I remember for years wanting to be Mm-hmm. For who I truly was, mm-hmm. I wanted you to hate me. Mm-hmm. And then, as I'm older now, I realized that I had to see myself. I was just going to say that you had to see me, and mm-hmm. I was too busy trying to gain that approval outside of myself. Mm-hmm. And once I learned my worth mm-hmm. again, <laughs> and I truly was able to look in that mirror and see who Tiffany. Was mm-hmm. everything became clear to me, and I realized the moves that I had to make. Yeah. So when you're in a relationship, and you're not, of course, you want the love and, mm-hmm. and respect. And if you're not getting that, then yeah, that, that makes it harder. Right. I understand. Trust right. Me. Right. Been through. Been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you have to love yourself before anybody else can love yourself. Absolutely. Love, love is you. not enough. Either. You have to see yourself for who you truly are. Mm-hmm. If you don't see yourself, you're going to accept things that you should not accept. Mm-hmm. You got to love your, like, uh, love is not enough. Oh, no, it's not. Love it's is not, not enough. Not. You have to like the person. Yes. You have to. Want to grow. Yes. Like, there's a growth process. That, yes. Yes. And, like, there's times you can grow out of a person. Just right. like you could grow out of shoes, you could grow out of a person. Exactly. So, it is, is it truly, when you see your partner that is not following that same pathway, I believe that you should both be trying to pull each other up yes. because otherwise you're, you'll grow out of them and mm-hmm. it they won't even understand what mm-hmm. happened. And you each have to be giving 100%. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> both of you have to give that 100%. It's not 50-50. No, it's not at all. It's 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. But you each have to love each other and yourselves individually. Mm-hmm. Give yourselves that love and to really see each other. Yeah. And that's what it boils down to. So, again, I'm going to have you come back so we okay. can delve into that subject. So yes. I'm really, yes. Really with some cliffhangers. <laughs> so, you're going to have to return in. Because I would love to talk about... I would love to talk about how I maintain happiness in my, you know, in my current relationship mm-hmm. and how we have grown with each other and, how, you know, there's ups and downs and everything, but the smile that, that comes along with being able to, to have conversations, you know, I, I, I learned from the old school and they tell you, when they tell you that conversation is key, believe it, believe it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk into that more. Um, and we also have Things that we're cooking up, mm-hmm. that we're, we're brainstorming on, on some other little things, too, that we're going to try to get together. So stay tuned. We are working behind the scenes, y'all. So bring some, some new, fresh, innovative things to our city. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. Yes. Again, thank you so much, Rachel, for coming back on the show. Um, we went really, really soon again. Okay. Um, everybody, thank you for tuning in.
come in, to come back in next week. Again, this is fall sessions with Ms. Lois Glow. Go ahead and give the call. Book your appointment. Book your experience with me. Even this is a correction tool to call also. Yes. Book your appointment with her as well. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Have a beautiful week, a beautiful month, a beautiful year. And as I always say, turn this into a beautiful, beautiful life. Okay. Everybody, bye-bye. Bye-bye.